4: Well oh hello it is powerly on news radio 930 WBEN. and before we uh, kick off here an important reminder that Roswell Park is holding a prostate screening event at Keybank Center this Thursday November 16th from 3 until 7 p.m featuring appearances by Sabres alumni a tour of Keybank Center refreshments and more uh, you are asked to register in advance by going to roswellpark.org slash one goal men 25 I'm sorry 45 to 69 are eligible so register today attending this one event has the potential to save your life so uh let's start off with uh i guess what a lot of people are talking about here in buffalo and western new york actually uh two actually three stories uh that seem to be uh, having a lot of traction out there in uh, the real world number one the uh, Buffalo Pills' embarrassing performance on Monday Night Football, losing to the Denver Broncos. Um you know, somebody asked me before the game, hey, Tom, how do you think it's going to work out? And I really wanted to say, I don't feel real good about it. So instead, what I said was, well, I think they're going to win, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. And I was almost, almost right. But that was not accounting for uh, blunders by the uh, by the Buffalo Bills. And, uh, you know, they they benched do they bush to they bench James Cook uh, maybe they should do the same with Josh Allen every now and again to get his head into the game he does not seem like the same guy that he has been uh, over the past several seasons, and unfortunately, had a caller remind me about this the other day. But uh, unfortunately, the 13-second game in Kansas City may be about as close as uh, this team gets to uh, winning it all uh, for quite some time. I can hear that window. I can hear that window shutting. I can hear the door closing uh, already. Um, You don't have a large window in order to win such a prestigious and sought-after sports championship, and every season that goes by, these guys just get a year older, a year older, a year older, and 27 may not seem old to you, but. Uh, when you are a professional athlete, and you're, in particular, a football player, and your body is getting crushed uh, quite a bit uh, during the course of a game, uh, you start getting old very, very quickly. In fact, uh, some of the old Sabers uh, that I know, whose names you would know, they they still, <coughs> pardon me, they still carry, they still carry the scars. Excuse me. Ah, don't know what was going on there, but they still uh, carry. The scars and the fractures and the uh, muscle pulls of uh, many, many years of service in the National Hockey League. But uh, that was that was one thing. What happened last night? Number two, uh, the Buffalo Bills firing. Uh, Ken Dorsey who'd been the offensive coordinator and and some people are saying that's not enough that this team needs basically uh, a do-over and people are talking online about everybody from Brandon Bean to Sean McDermott of course uh, Ken Dorsey had been the big name but uh, the people uh, are are not happy I think that uh, you know again unfortunately When you are talking about professional sports played at the level these guys play, you're almost setting yourself up for disappointment. And it's pretty hard to mount a successful Super Bowl run when so many of your star players early in the season are out for the season. And again, do I have the statistics on this? No, I do not. But it just seems like a disproportionate number of the Buffalo Bills star players go down for the entire season very, very early. But you know, it's it's the curse of McKinley. It's got it's got to be the curse of McKinley. Uh, and you know, the other, I mean, there there are so many things here to get into. Uh, I mean, some people look, and I, I recognize that if you're listening to this radio station and not a sports radio station, that uh, you know you you might you might not actually care you 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 yeah, you you might not care but uh, believe me the local economy cares the uh, local bar and restaurant business uh, it certainly cares uh, what is uh, going on with the Buffalo bills um, and so do a lot of the ancillary businesses they definitely care what is going on with uh, the Buffalo bills and uh, you know last but not least how could it be? Seriously, how could it be a Buffalo Bills loss anything but an epic Greek tragedy? Bulldog and I we used to talk about this all the time when Buffalo Bills, when when Buffalo sports teams lose. They don't just lose. No, 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 no. They lose in epic spectacular fashion that can be encapsulated in just a few words. 13 seconds. Wide right. No goal. It's very easy to run down the uh, Memphis City miracle. Um, there are so, or Music City miracle, Memphis miracle. Uh, there are so many things that uh, can possibly go wrong in, in in the course of the season. And that's why uh, perhaps being a native uh, Buffalonian um, and remembering, of course, when hockey announcers would still say native instead of native, um, it's... Uh, it, it, I'll tell you something, it, it does get a little bit discouraging year after year. I don't think you have to be a huge Buffalo Bills or Buffalo Sabres fan to be just a little upset that just once, just once can a Buffalo team, uh, ex- excluding the lacrosse team, which has actually won its championships, but it's not, I'm sorry, lacrosse is not on the same level Uh, nationally as the National Football League or even the National Hockey League or the NBA or Major League Baseball. Of course, we don't have a Major League Baseball team here. We don't have an NBA franchise anymore. Uh, We do have an NFL franchise and an NHL franchise. Uh, We have Minor League Baseball, and that's never going to change. And we also have, uh, in addition to Minor League Baseball, Uh, We have the uh, lacrosse team, which again, a lot of people absolutely love the Buffalo Bandits, but it's not quite the same as parading a Stanley Cup down Delaware Avenue or the Vince Lombardi trophy down Delaware Avenue. It's not doesn't have quite the same impact. Even though when you go to the games, they're a lot of fun and a lot of fan involvement. You talk about the 12th man. Ooh, not that 12th man. I mean the other 12th man and people really get into uh, lacrosse. So I don't want to short sell the lacrosse team, but I don't think you can argue that uh, there is a world of difference in terms of uh, national status with uh, the NFL and the NHL uh, as opposed to now uh, well, as opposed to lacrosse um what what do you i mean what what does your gut tell you uh about this year's version of the uh, of the Buffalo Bills and and folks I'm sorry but I remember taking I remember taking some heck from people when I said, you know, this doesn't look like a Super Bowl team to me. In fact, it doesn't even look like a playoff team to me early in the season because not only do the Buffalo Bills have to, pay, have to face off against their competitors on the field, but they also have to face off against themselves. And this is a team that is consistently – Uh, turning the ball over at a ridiculous rate um, and and then doing stupid things, whether it's stupid penalties, uh, and we could debate all day, was that really pass interference? Was it really? Well, it's going to get called every time no matter what. Uh, And the other thing is uh, how is it possible to have – how is it possible to lose a game in that tragic a fashion where – The dude misses and then gets a do-over because of a personnel change. And just, I'm sorry, but you and I are not professional football players. I would think that a professional football player and his coaches would know the procedure for personnel changes on such a vital and key play. And you ought not to lose a game. Well, but they did, but you shouldn't, not at that level. And I don't know who screwed up. I don't know how they screwed up, but uh, it's just – it's not acceptable. And it's certainly – it's its just – it's not the kind of play that you would expect from a Super Bowl contender. And I'm afraid that this team is uh, several – Uh, I thought maybe heading into the season, there were one or two players away from being a legit contender. And that is, of course, uh, hoping that uh, there were no serious injuries that uh, were going to take place. But uh, it it seems that this team is just, frankly, it's not that good. It's not that good. And uh, I think a taste of what was to come was in the uh, the first game against the New York Jets, uh, the constant turnover problem, the constant – I mean, it, it's just – it's bad. It's, it's bad. And I, here's, here's my problem is I think that you, the people who support the team, the people – there are some people whose lives revolve around the Buffalo Bills. And revolve around every Sunday, every Thursday, every Monday, every whatever the Buffalo Bills happen to be playing. And you guys and ladies pump your money into this team season after season after season. And sadly, season after season after season, you end up being disappointed. And some of the disappointments are gradual over time. Like, I would doubt that there are many people listening to this show today who are going to call in and say, oh, Tom, you know, you're being way too negative. The Buffalo Bills, they're absolutely Super Bowl contenders. It's not over until the fat lady sings. But then you go back and you watch uh, video highlights or lowlights of the Buffalo Bill season so far, and you, you've got to say, is this what a Super Bowl contender does is, is this what a championship team looks like? And unfortunately, uh, the answer is uh, the answer is no. I mean, what, what is going on with this team? You know, we talk about systemic problems in America. I think this team has systemic problems, and I think they go beyond Ken Dorsey. And was Ken Dorsey the problem to the exclusion of all other issues on the team? Are there other things going on? Um, I, I don't know. And I almost think that, uh, and I'm not trying to, you know, pick on anybody here, but I almost think that last year's playoff game against Cincinnati was a foreshadowing of what this season was going to be like for the Buffalo Bills, in particular the moments where Stephon Diggs clearly uh, was having an issue with Josh Allen on the sidelines. And some of us are old enough to remember the expression, the bickering Bills, and boy, if that didn't look like the bickering bills, I don't know what did. And at that moment, I started to have real concerns about what was in the future for uh, this particular football team. How much, how much pressure is there building up? How much angst is there building up? And I, I don't know the answer, but I I doubt this team is going to make the playoffs. And I really doubt obviously that they're going to be uh, Super Bowl contenders. And, uh, you know it's just when you when you see a team making the same mistakes over and over again it becomes very frustrating to those of you i'm sure who pay perfectly good money Uh, to see the team. I have family members who are season ticket holders, and uh, they're not very happy. 803-0930 is the uh, phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. And look, I don't claim to be an X's and O's guy. I just look at the big picture, and the big picture is just not that pretty. And it hasn't been since the start of the season. I would argue it hasn't been since the Cincinnati game last year in the playoffs. Uh, Let's go to... uh, Kevin in uh, Jamestown. Kevin, you are on WBEN. Welcome to the show.
5: Hi, Tom. I'm going to kind of break it down for you. The Bills have 11 p- people on defense, and a quarter of the starters are hurt. So that means every time Buffalo goes out, their defense, Buffalo's got to score 30 points or more every game to win anything. Because four of the people are on their defense they can't hold anybody and this by firing this guy, I would fire the guy that put who's counts the guys out on the field. I thought McDermott was a defensive guy on that.
4: Now, he's acting as the defensive coordinator, but if you look at the statistics, the Buffalo Bills defense, despite seemingly giving the other team the field when it matters the most on long long yard situations, uh, the the defense has been holding opponents to low-digit scores. The offense hasn't been doing its fair share of the job.
5: That's that's right because uh, uh, four or five of the starters on of the offense are hurt or on the defense are hurt, and they have to outscore the other team, or usually 30 points a game to win anything. They might not win. Uh, they might win towards th- lose two or three more games. They could be out of the playoffs in a couple weeks.
4: I think it's going to be more than two or three more games, based on what we've seen all season long. I mean, let's not forget that uh, some of the victories they've had have been by a, care, a, a, a cat hair's whisker. For example, the Tampa right. Bay game. In my opinion: they had no business winning the Tampa Bay game. I think Tampa Bay got screwed.
5: Right, right.
4: You know, there was a call Buffalo, that should.
5: Buffalo screwed themselves last night.
4: Well, they they did, but as I mean that, but they've been doing it all season long. This is not the Buffalo Bills team that I think anybody expected to see. Um, I mean, the word that I would use to describe this Buffalo Bills team is hapless, H-A-P-L-E-S-S. They're hapless.
5: Yep. They got to score 30 points a game to win. They might not win another game this season. Okay, Tom, Um, Thank.
4: All right. Thank you. I mean, it, it would certainly help if uh, they weren't turning the ball over like a hot penny. Uh, I mean, it's just it, it's uh, it, it's almost you know, it's almost embarrassing to watch. But, you know, you go from all of the high hopes of last year and in particular, the year before the 13 second year. And it really, I don't know, it's, uh, it, it's a little bit discouraging because just once, and I, I say this especially for those of you who invest all of your time, all of your money into all of the, uh, the Bills gear and the Buffalo sports gear, and you live and die with the fortunes of the Buffalo Bills, you certainly deserve better than not just what we've seen last night what we saw last night but what we have seen this year because let's put it this way you know that some of the games they won they were really lucky to win those games and the games where they've lost I and mean, it's like i've said they are playing against the other team and they're also playing against themselves And it's got to get in their minds after a while. And I don't know to what extent Josh Allen's shoulder injury is uh, impeding his ability to play at the level we're used to seeing Josh Allen play. But, uh, you know, I mean, there's also the bring back Brittany theory of uh, the Josh Allen situation, which, uh, you know, again, people, people are saying that. Uh, I'm not going to join in that chorus because it's the dude's personal life. And it's just uh, I'd like to think that as a professional, he is able to put uh, anything in his uh, personal life, whatever it might be, um, out of the uh, out of the picture and focus only on being the best uh, National Football League quarterback he can possibly be. But what what is your take on the Buffalo Bills and uh, what is going on with this organization? Ken Dorsey's head was uh, well—he was taken to Tower Hill today and summarily executed. I'm speaking uh, figuratively, not literally. Uh, and he was the—he uh, was the first to go. And uh, Ken Dorsey has been under fire since at least last season. And if you remember the Miami game at Miami back in September of 2022, uh, you'll remember the very. Uh, shall we say, active Ken Dorsey uh, sitting in the offensive coordinator's chair, smashing the heck out of his iPad. And uh, that, was, uh, that was not exactly a, a great display uh, by, by Ken Dorsey. But you'll not have Ken Dorsey to kick around anymore. So what if things don't improve for the Buffalo Bills? And again, I look, I do not short sell the importance of injuries. What do I say at the beginning of every single season? Before you start thinking about the Super Bowl parade, you got to think about the possibility of injuries to key players. Um, And, again, I wish I had the statistics. I wish I had the metrics on this. But it just seems as though, year in and year out, our big guys, our star players, go down for the season or for extended periods of time more than other teams. I mean, it's just – It it beggars belief. I don't know what the percentage is. I don't know how you would break that down team by team. But it just seems like when we lose guys, it's not guys that you're saying, who who is that? What number was that? We're losing guys that everybody knows. Um, 803-0930 is the phone number. Can you think of a word to describe the Buffalo Bills this year? And I I would have to say, if, if it was one word, it would be hapless. If it was two words, I'd put a word in front of hapless, but I can't say it on the radio. And you know exactly the word of which I speak. But I feel so bad for people whose entire lives, it seems, are enmeshed with the Buffalo Bills, because you guys deserve better than last night. And what an error on which to lose on Monday Night Football. That is that's just that's just plain inexcusable, and at some point, well, I'll let you guys comment. Eight oh three oh nine thirty is the phone number. Star nine thirty on the cell phone. One eight hundred six one six W B E N. So the how how does the Bills' lost last night? I'm kind of curious. Affect your life. And, and how would you describe this year's version of the Buffalo Bills? And the best word with which I can come up is uh, it's it's hapless. They just look absolutely hapless. And they are defeating themselves. And it's like a whole bunch of key players, pardon me, but have their heads squarely up their arses as if their heads are just not in the football game. They're somewhere else. 803-0930, star 930, and one 800 Did I just speak heresy and blasphemy? Possibly. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. It is, uh, Bowerly, give me your take on uh, what we've been seeing this year from the football team in which so many people invest so much time, money, and emotion. And, uh, you know, the only thing worth investing emotion in at that level is your family and your loved ones. Mm, That's how I see it. 803-0930 on WBEN. Alrighty, Welcome. It is uh, Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. So, uh, what is your take on the uh, Buffalo Bills and what's going wrong? Ken Dorsey got fired today. Uh, is that enough? Uh, have the Bills gone about as far as they're ever going to go under the current regime of uh, Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott? Uh, Is it simply a question of the injuries? And if it's a question of the injuries, again, I'd like the analytics on this, but how come the Bills stars seem to go down longer than any other team on a per-man basis in the NFL? Again, do I have the statistics in front of me? No. But it's like, why do we lose our best guys so long? Uh, here is uh, Andre in uh, Dunkirk on WBN. Andre, uh, what's your take on everything?
6: I I think that the the firing we just heard about should not be the last, uh, and that's I hate to say that, but it's the truth. I think that the Buffalo uh, fans. I'm a I'm a I moved here about six years ago, so I I can tell you from traveling around that these are the most ferocious and the most dedicated fans I've ever seen in my life. But here's the problem. Because of that dedication, nobody's honest about it. Here's the bottom line. He should not be the first person fired. You mentioned earlier about their injuries every year. That goes back to the head coach, and that, and that goes back to preparation. I know a lot of past NFL players, and I can name a few, that will tell you that they have three problems. Number one, they have nobody, and I repeat, nobody that actively protects him every, every game. Regardless of his personal relationship, he has no protection. So he took a lot of the heat on his own shoulders. He tried to carry a team. That You're talking about be, Josh Allen. Yes, that proved to be not not great. Okay, number two, you have to in the new NFL for the last ten years. I would say you have to have play Smash Mouth football. You need a big back that 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 has the threat and or can break that hole open every single game. Maybe not, but the threat of it pulls the pulls the defense back. Right now, they don't have that. I'm not telling you that the running back they have now is terrible, but he's not big enough threat in physical abilities and also his talent to make people respect him. And last but not least, you better, have, you better have linemen that protect him with their life, like an insurance policy, and you don't have that. So when you get those three things and, and Buffalo is finally honest, with their dedication, you would, you can quit hollering every year about, oh, we're going to get there this year. You, ha- you had the players three years ago, and you didn't have the glue to hold them together, to push them. These people uh, are making millions of dollars a year. Let them play. Some,
4: hey, the, the, thir- the 13 second game, something went terribly, terribly wrong um and uh, it's been dissected it's been analyzed it's been looked at do you do you really think that uh, James Cook is uh, uh let's let's start with this do you believe that James Cook should have been benched yes what what do you gain from benching a young player who as i recall his first play in the NFL was a fumble but he's he's been a he's to, to me James Cook has been a growing talent for the Buffalo Bills, and obviously, I mean, hell, even Thurman Thomas fumbled the ball once in a while.
6: Yes, the, the the problem is, and you and I know you, I can tell in your voice sometimes when I when I listen to your segments, you know what I'm telling you is, is the truth. The problem is, is that the league has changed, and unless you have a strong enough line, you're going to do one or two things. You're going to ruin that guy physically and end his career. Or you you're not gonna win with him. They, until they get a line that can push back one or two yards to give him that opening, then he'll never be his, his worth.
4: So, but, and, but when when I look at when I look at last night with all with all respect, my friend, it seemed as though Josh Allen had adequate protection on many of the plays, but just did not capitalize on the protection that he had. Agree, disagree?
6: I agree with that. And I also agree. Uh, that, that mentally something's not there because let's face it, and this is something most fans don't want to face out loud. On a handoff, he drops the ball. What is what is the problem with his hands? This guy is uh, dropping. This this guy is throwing more interceptions than anybody that I can ever recall of. And then number two, on a simple handoff, before the, the before the guy can get the ball underneath his pads, he's dropped the ball. What's the problem? What's going on here? Y- y- and if I knew that –
4: if, if you and I knew that, I think we'd both be making a quarter of a billion dollars in the lifetime of our contract. But, um, but uh, you know, when, when I look, and look, this this is not a, a quantifiable, measurable thing, Andre, but when I look at Josh Allen's face, um, yes. it's, it's not the face of the warrior that we saw over the past several years. There's something that has changed about him, and I don't know what it is.
6: I, th- I think I think he's – I think and you're right. You're exactly right. And I've said that. It's funny because a friend of mine just told me that he can look in his eyes before the game and tell whether or not they're going to win. I, I, I kind of doubted that at first, but now more and more I'm inclined to believe that. I think what's happened is a combination of two things. Albeit you say his personal life is his personal, you're right. But the combination of that plus the fact that, that he doesn't have the tools he needs to be able to play the game that he wants to play, and he does not – He's been, he's been put in a corral. He is a wild horse. He has to run. Look no, look no further than Baltimore. That guy has the legs of a giraffe, but they let him run. They let him play his game. Let him play his game.
4: Um, you know, is it, I mean, but here's, here's the problem where if, 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 you know, you're talking about guys who are willing to uh, sacrifice themselves in the offensive line, give their lives for Josh Allen. Well, one of the reasons why Josh hasn't been Josh is a concern, I think among the bills coaching staff and Tom Brady brought it up during his podcast that Josh was limiting uh, his career playing time by taking too many
6: risks. Al- albeit, That's, you, and I, you, you and I are old enough. I'm an old man. I'm in my 60s. You and <laughs> I are old enough to understand, understand this, that that game is indicative of sometimes injuries, sometimes loss of a career or short of a career. It is indicative of that. He was born to play. He's been playing all his life. He understands that, what I just said, inherently better than anyone else. Those are the risks that he's willing to take. Those are the risks that he, he has to take to be able to feel that he's playing his game completely and fully on his own. You can give him plays. You can direct them. But at some point, when he says I need to run, let him run. When he says I need to take a chance and throw something, a stupid pass, sometimes we can we can we can accept that if in fact he's throwing eight out of ten good.
4: Andre, do, do you think about- that? Do you think that Josh looks like a guy who is being micromanaged? It's almost yeah. like he, hes being talked to so much, and it, it's almost like he's not being allowed to be Josh. However dangerous being Josh might be, or is it and, something else? I mean, is it exact, you know, his, his no. head is somewhere else?
6: And that's exactly what I, what I meant to you. He—he he has been—he's confused because he—the the, the inner part of who he is as Josh says play. And then you got all these people saying, Don't play, don't get hurt, don't get don't don't throw that pass, don't do this. Let the guy play. The first two years in the league, he played with reckless abandon. And guess what? They were more successful. Some horses yeah. are meant to be inside the yard, some horses are not. He has to run. Andre, he, has bef- to do what he does.
4: Before before I let you go to move on to some other people, would you just do me one favor? Would you say reckless abandon again?
6: Reckless abandon. He oh, I to.
4: love it. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate your call Andre. Uh, make thank sure you, you call back. All right, thank, thank you.
0: All
4: right, so what what's going on with uh, with the Buffalo Bills? It was uh it was an embarrassing loss last night. It doesn't get more embarrassing than that. I mean if if you thought 13 seconds was bad, 12 men uh 12 men was uh it was right up there and on a Monday night game and that is not what the Bills needed psychologically. And let's face it, uh, as they pointed out before the game, uh, this is a football team that is on the outside looking in at the playoffs right now. And um, I don't feel – look, the the Jets game to start off the season was kind of indicative of what you're going to get, and it's really um, unfortunate. And unfortunately, I can hear that window of Super Bowl opportunity closing if it's not closed already. Uh, let's go to, uh, Jim of North Tonawanda. You're on WBEN. Hello, sir.
1: Yeah, Tom. The first thing I want to say is you were talking about all the Bill's injuries. So if you don't mind and all the people that are listening, don't mind. I want to take everybody back to when a guy named Vince Lombardi was coaching the Green Bay Packers. Lombardi, somebody said to coach Lombardi, coach football is a contact sport. Lombardi said, no, that's wrong. Football is a collision sport, and it's a violent collision sport, and you're going to get – football players are going to get hurt, period. End of discussion, so you plan for injuries. Yes, the Bills have got injuries, but like Coach McDermott said, it's next man up. Injuries cannot be used as an excuse. It's a violent sport, and you're going to get hurt. Accept that. Second point that I want to make. If and this goes to uh Ken Dorsey getting fired. The first. Who dares wins. Number two, no guts, no glory. Number three, fortune favors the bold and the brave. Period. End of discussion. I'll give you the example. Week after week with Ken Dorsey as our offensive coordinator, season after season, what do we see? Josh Allen throws a pass behind the line of scrimmage. Tom, am I telling the truth? Ten times out of ten, that play gets blown up. But they keep doing it week after week. Why? The play doesn't work. We know this. From football season to football season, that play never works. Why? Are we, why you got a gunslinger for a quarterback? So we tell him throw the ball behind the line of scrimmage. If I'm the head coach of the Bills, I'm gonna say, Josh, do what you got to do. If we win, we win. But if but if we lose the game, we're gonna go down. We're not gonna have a single bullet left in our guns. Not yeah,
4: but one. You, but but Jim, you you know that uh, you're talking about the Vince Lombardi era. That today's football is all based on statistics and probabilities of outcomes. And I mean that's not a waffle. House menu that uh, what's his name from Kansas City has in his hands, although it could be a Waffle House menu with uh, Andy Reid. But as far as the uh, as far as the nature the nature of the game, it's all it's all statistical, it's all probabilities, and I wonder how much freedom there actually is on the field. And I I don't know the answer to that, Jim. If if you had to come up with a word to describe this year's version of the Buffalo Bills,
1: what would it be? Disappointment, heartache, misery. Uh, I mean, I don't know what else to say.
4: Well, that's that's how the fans. That's how the fans feel. But as far as the football team itself, and I'm not. I'm not trying to give you a hard time here, Jim. You know, No, no, is, no, no.
1: This is we're having a, a good discussion about the is, game of football. I think the the, the 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 well. For instance, all right, they lost that game last night for having twelve men on the field. You boil okay. it down. The the Denver field goal kicker missed his first try. And then on the instant replay, they numbered each player on the field. It was a legitimate call. There were 12 Buffalo Bills on the no-good field goal attempt. Well, the game cannot end on a defensive penalty when your field goal kicker's out there. So he gets a second bite at the apple, and he split the uprights on that second kick. Sorry, here's if I'm the head coach of the Buffalo Bills tomorrow at practice. The first thing I'm going to tell my players, I swear before God Almighty and all the angels and saints in heaven, the next guy that gets called for being 12 men on the field, I'm cutting him, and that includes Josh Allen. I'll cut Josh Allen if he gets called for being the 12th man on the field. I won't tolerate these penalties no more. I'm going to get rid of the stupid players. Don't screw up again. Fair warning. See, I would, do, my, I, would, I would be like a Vince Lombardi coach.
4: But do we know, Jim, do we know ultimately who is responsible for that penalty? Ultimately, um, is, is it
1: the player? Is it the coach? Who screwed up? That I don't know, but here's what I can tell you. On the team that goes out on the field, uh, now it gets part of special teams, to block field goals, somebody has to be in charge of those 11 players of counting and making sure there's only 11, not 10 and not 12. Somebody has to be responsible, whether a coach, a player. I don't know. I've never been to a Buffalo Bills practice. I don't know what the policy is. Someone should have been counting heads, though. As quick as they, they, took, they got on the field because they didn't have any more timeouts left, somebody, while that was going on, on the Bills, should have a coach, a player, counting. We don't want 10. We don't want 12. It's got to be 11. All right, fine. Somebody has to take responsibility for that, but these stupid penalties. I, look, I, in little league, little league football, I remember I played Little League football, in the Tyro Football League, one year for the Tawana Red Warriors, and then when I was in eighth uh-huh. grade I played for the Parkview. The coach told us there's never an excuse for getting called for too many players on the field that is an inexcusable penalty.
4: Yeah, I mean, it, it, to me it's uh, it's kind of the same as uh, in the NHL when a guy who isn't even being molested at the time ends up putting the puck into the stands and gets a delay of game call. It's like, dude, you've been playing with pucks your entire life. How how could you not how could you do that? Uh, and I'm talking to, I'm not talking about somebody under pressure. I'm talking about somebody who had all the time in the world and they still made a a knuckleheaded play. So, uh, where where do you see this version of the buffalo bills going number 1 and actually before i get to number 1 let me ask you the real number 1 question was were some of the cracks obvious last year in the cincinnati playoff game because i honestly believe that you can trace some of this year's issues to last year's sideline uh, discussion between Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen. Because watching that, no matter how many explanations I heard, no matter how many times I heard, oh, you know, it's it's all good, you know, they get along great, da-da-da-da-da, um, I, I never quite believed it because I know frustration when I see it. And when your QB and your star wide receiver are having that heated a discussion in public, that's not good. That's the kind of thing you do in private.
1: Yes, yes, and and Stefan Diggs wants to win a Super Bowl. But I, I don't know. I, I, this is my personal opinion of what's going on. A lot of these coaches today, they've taken a simple game and they have they have complicated it. it. I mean, I listen to these announcers and it's like they act like you're supposed to have a PhD in football. Football, you run, on defense you run and you pursue the ball carrier. You, you gang pursue and gang tackle till the to the whistle blows, and then you got to stop with the brakes on, or it's a 15yard penalty. Football is really a simple game. On a running play, Josh Allen hands the ball off to one of the running backs. The f- offensive linemen are supposed to fire off the snap of the ball and block anyone in anything. Gets in their way. And again, when I played little league football, somebody said to one of the coaches, "Coach, what should I do if I I don't know who I'm supposed to block?" You know what the coach told him? Just block somebody. It's that simple. It's football. You're not sure who to block. Block somebody. Am I making sense to you?
4: Well, uh, I I would not pretend to have the wealth and depth of knowledge of an NFL player or an NFL coach. Uh, as compared to let's say a little league coach or a, a, a little league team or anybody else, um, I, I, it just it seems to me, Jim, that the problems on this team are very deep. and I don't I don't think they're superficial. I don't think they can be ignored. And you know we've we've talked about the injury situation. Every team gets hit with injuries, but it seems to me, without having metrics in front of me, that our key guys go down more than any other teams and for, and miss more games than any other guys on any other team. It's uncanny.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm agreeing with you, but... You know what I would do? All right, 7 games to go and it looks like the Bills are not going to make the playoffs. If I'm the head coach of the Bills, tomorrow morning at practice I'm going to say, "Look, guys, we got 7 games left. Now, you know that you got to always put the brakes on when you hear the whistle. But until the whistle blows, just go out there, try to have some fun, play like kamikaze pilots, play like your hair's on fire, and if we lose, like I said, I want to be able to say in my post-game conference, uh, if I'm the head coach of the Bills, I'm going to say, "Look, guys, we fired every gun we had, and we don't have any bullets left in the gun. And we went down in a blaze of glory. And we took chances. We played like kamikaze pilots. We did the best we could, and we left it all out there on the field. That's 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 what you've got. It like McDermott is just he's not he's not a." He doesn't understand, like I said, he does not understand the concept of no guts, no glory. Who dares wins? All right, the fortune thank you. favors the brave and the bold. He doesn't get that. He doesn't. Now, He's I not a guy said. that's going to go out there and, and think that way. It's I, I, anal- I, and, and, and I can't stand analytics. I, I despise <laughs> analytics.
4: Analysis paralysis. I, I was. I was just actually wanting you to say all of what you just said, but do it in Latin, because I know that you got that from uh, some of your Roman reading. Um, you know, fortune favors the brave, et cetera.
1: Uh, thank you. Well, who did? was the motto of Special Air Services? I told you, you got to see rogue heroes when you got about five or six hours to spare.
4: Yes, well, I, I, I'll i get to that after I get to the uh, Constantine uh, uh, situation. Uh, thank you very much, Jim. Yep, I appreciate it. You. Or Constantine, yep. however however you want to say it. I never quite uh, understood it. Anyway, it is uh, 2.57 uh, at News Radio 930 WB. If you want to continue this, we can. I've got a lot of other things here on the agenda. Uh, and, look, I don't claim to be uh, – you, you should know this. I don't claim to be a football expert. I'm not an X's and O's guy. I'm not going to get you into analysis paralysis because, to be brutally honest with you, I'm not competent enough to do that. I'm a big-picture guy. I know what I'm seeing. And what I saw from game one is just not a team that I think is playoff-bound. And I, I took a lot of crap for saying that early in the season, but I also took a lot of crap for predicting Cincinnati over the Bills in the playoffs last year. Uh, and it turns out that uh, I was correct. So I might not have all the analytics down, but the big picture stuff, I I think I'm okay at that. Okay, not not special, but just okay. But you're you're better than I, so feel free to knock yourself out. I'm certainly not going to yell and scream at you. I promise you that. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone and 1-800-616-WBEN. wben i tell you what, I'm not going to insult your intelligence if you don't insult mine on this game on WBEN.
0: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas